0: You are listening to Empower Me With Aerie. Welcome to Empower Me With Aerie show. I am Erica Holmes, known as Queen Aerie, because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. Like the Bible says, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Today, we are going to be talking about the shift, and I pray that this message blesses you tremendously. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you and we say thank you for being here with us. Father, I say thank you for using me for your glory. I say thank you, thank you for allowing me to be a tool for you, a mouthpiece for you on this earth. Father, touch the hearts of everyone that is listening and that will listen so that they can receive the word, this shift, and that they can see a new manifestation of your glory. Lord, use me mightily for your namesake. In Jesus' name, amen so i wanted to we're talking about the shift i I felt led to actually begin uh, to speak a word at the beginning of this because i want us to be in tune to what god is saying and to really flow into the shift of what he is asking for us during this hour and so I want to start out by saying that I sense that God is setting up order within your house, within houses, within this world. Order is being set up, his way of doing things. He is aligning you to be able to walk into what he has called you to do on a greater level. This, his way of doing things are becoming more prevalent and they will become more prevalent during this time, during these days, and throughout this year. There will be a great revival, and I pray that your heart will say yes to what God is doing and what he is saying and how he is leading you for this shift. There is a transition that has already taken place, but others will be thrust into this next place that God has for them. Some will be catapulted to higher positions For God's namesake. And in this shifting, we cannot forget our assignment. This is key. We cannot forget our assignment, but we must remember who sent us there for his namesake. So God has called your name. Tune into his voice and understand that God will allow you to experience the manifestation of his promises. But it comes with understanding your assignment. This is bigger than you. This is the shift. So today, when talking about the shift, I felt led to use the story of, um, again, of Abraham and Moses. Um, They they are so highlighted in the Bible for transition. They're so highlighted in the Bible from shifting from one place to the next. And if we go to Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, I want us to start there and read what God wants us to see during this day. And so Genesis chapter one, it says, now the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and the blessing shall be. And you shall be a blessing, excuse me. And I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. It's powerful. Verse 4. So so Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haram. Then Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son and all of their possessions and that they had gathered together and the people whom they had acquired in harem and they departed to go to the land of canaan so they came to the land of canaan abraham passed through the land to the the, um, place of shechem as far as the terebin tree of morath and canaanites were in this land and i read that for you guys to recognize that God is calling us to leave the familiar or uncomfortable, complacent place in order to go to the place that's going to elevate you next a land of greater than what you have already experienced previously. We have to understand that in this land or place that you will go and grow through processes, but it is for your greater good. You have to keep that in mind. (laughs) You really have to keep that in mind. This is working for your greater good. All things are working together for your good. God spoke to Abram, who later became Abraham, to let him know that for his next blessing, it required him to step outside of what he knew, to be okay with leaving family, if it's God's will. You know, to say, God, I will I will follow you wherever you lead me, I will follow you. We have to have that heart, we have to have that mindset, and we have to understand that your age has nothing to do with it. It wasn't by coincidence or accident that the Bible said 75. God wanted us to understand that no matter what age you are, you can be used and God can still work in your life. It's never too late, never too early for God to work. He knows what he is doing and so um understand don't allow age to prevent you from shifting because god is still choosing you to shift within him with with him during this time and so um at times more details will be given to your life giving to you if you take the first step i'm going to repeat that more details will be given to you in life when we muster up courage and we take the first, that next, that first step. When we take the first step, we will begin to see the the staircase, per se, or we will begin to get the next instructions that God has for our lives. And I feel led to say this. Um, you know, sometimes people, they get instructions from from God, they get a promise from God, and they're so excited. And they they tend to, you could say people from, from church and whatnot, they'll tend to go to events and they'll keep getting the same word. And they're like, what's going on? It is because you haven't, number one, finished the first thing that God told you to do. And some people are uh, unfortunately upset with God because certain things haven't manifested. But God is the God of order. He is the God that keeps his word. And if you follow the first step, guess what? You're going to get the second, the third, the fourth, but it comes with truth trusting him it comes with believing him i want to highlight genesis 12 1 again the instructions that god gave abram or abraham was get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land i will show you see fruitfulness or fruit comes as we move and obey the voice of god we cannot stay where we are and complain Sometimes leaving the place that you're in could translate to you've hit the glass ceiling or you've outgrown your environment. And God is saying that there is more, there is a greater place. He wants you to reach abundance, but you have to be willing to follow his command. You have to be willing to do as he says, because again, it's not only going to bless you, but it's going to bless your family as well. Leaving the place where God has called you to, when we read that that verse or that passage of scripture, It may not necessarily uh, mean you get up and you leave the country and go to a next country, but it could be either a literal place or a different mindset, a whole belief system from brokenness to wholeness, etc. God will confirm what he is saying to you, but there is definitely a shift because God is calling us higher. He's calling us to do more. There's three things we must also recognize while reading this passage in order to receive See what God is saying. See, when God began to speak to Abram. He, uh, he knew his voice. He knew who it was. So we must know God's voice. In order to know God's voice, what do you have to do? You have to spend time with him. You have to become familiar with him. So when he gives you instructions, you're like, okay, I know that was God. You won't hesitate. You won't delay. You won't miss that opportunity at that time as to what God is saying. And so as God speaks, we know his voice. Number two, again, he gives us instructions that God Guidance and then we can follow the plan that he has set before us. We have to understand that as we follow his plan, that is when we get what he is calling for us to for us to get, you guys. It may sound very simple, but sometimes we make it so hard. We make it so hard, you know. God, well, what do I need to do? What do I need to, you know, do this or that? And God is saying, I've already gave you the steps. A B C just follow my plan. Stop trying to put your plan and interject your timeline into what God wants to do. He may told you within the next month, I want you to shift and to do this. You can't say, okay, God, well, within the next three months, I'll do it. There is a reason God gives us a, a, a timeline or a prompting from within because God can see what we can't see. He literally can see that there are portals open, doors open. He understands that as we move forward, we will come into contact with the people that we need. But. this comes from being obedient to what God is saying. And that brings me to that third part. When God speaks, we must be willing to move. You guys, this is imperative. And I'll just use my story for an example. I left the Midwest and came here and I had literally just started a, uh, a, you know, a new position, um, was working for the state. Really, really good, good position. And I I was comfortable. I really was. I was around my immediate family. I was happy. Um, I was finally going to, finally had a position that I, uh, you know, that I had gone to school for, human service uh, background. And so I finally found this position uh, working for, again, the government. And so I began to get comfortable within that position, I kid you not, within a month or two. I literally felt a stern on the inside of me where I was so uncomfortable. And guess what? I began to see God to say, what is this? What is this? And God began to say, move. I said, wait, (laughs) you know, I did kind of say, okay, wait for a moment. But that was a very, very quick moment. It wasn't a huge debate with God and me because I understood that if God could open up a door to give me a position that I had been asking for, then wherever else he was sending me, he was going to take care of me. So I literally dropped everything that I knew. This is why this story is so, it's, it reaches home. It's so um, important or personal to me because I left my immediate family. I left what I knew to come to a foreign land and trust and believe when God said move, I kid you not, I packed up, my packed my bag I packed what I had and I left some stuff at my parents' house and I said, I have to go. I called a family member and I said, I'm coming to Arizona and my family member said absolutely I knew then it was God there was no resistance there was no hesitation literally it was a completely as come on and and within a two-week period I kid you not I was completely moved from the Midwest to the Southwest to where I am today and God has moved mightily within my life this right here is proof or evidence as to when God says move listen don't hesitate to you know don't hesitate if you do come out of that and begin to move with his time plan doors were open for me and and get this doors were open for me to the fact of when I said okay I'm going to leave I kid you not I left the position that I had always wanted you know I was happy about it but I left and I said God I'll come to this this region there's a reason why you sent me here. Um, I signed, I I filled out an application for a company. Uh, Let me tell you this, by time I was headed to the airport, they were calling me for an interview in the state. (laughs) So when God When God calls you to do something, you have to be obedient. He has another job lined up for you. He has another position. Whatever it is that he's telling you to do, listen and and, um, obey his instructions. You guys, I got that position literally with really not even trying, just... I just happened to be in the right place at the right time because I heard his voice. I knew his voice and I followed his command. And so as we listen to God, he reminds us of who we are. And even on our journey, our names can change. Our character can be more developed. We, we think about Abram went um, from Abram to Abraham because he, his character had been developed and God had called him the father of many nations and trust and believe that as you you go forth on the path that God has chosen you to go forth, there's going to be some things that are pulled out of you. I'm not the same person that I was six years ago. Trust and believe I had to go and grow through this process to be prepared, to even be sitting before you today, to even have the courage to share my testimony and things like that. I had to go and take this path and understand that my character had to be developed. Uh, uh, Abram's character, you know, was developed in And those who were with him, he was uh, prepared for where he was going. And we have to understand that as we move forward on this shift, on this transition, this level, again, we will begin to fit like a shoe we will begin to fit that place we will get, begin to um go forth to what god is calling us to in a perfect manner honestly it will be because god is going to give us grace for where we're going i am a living testimony i keep saying it but this is i'm not telling you guys something that i have not lived the story of abraham i've literally had to do this and god wants you to know that you can do it too when god is calling us to shift guess what we can do do it, And this also brings me uh, to the story of Moses as well. These stories are so powerful for transition, for shifting. And Moses understood that a shift was required for him to step into the next that God had for him. And so the part of where I want to read from uh, in regards to Moses is Exodus 3. I want to start at uh, verse 1 I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. That's really critical right here. Verse 4, it says, verse 4, it reads, So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. Then he said, Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for this place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the Lord God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses then hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them up. From the land to a good large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezrites, the Hivites, and the Jezusite. The, uh, the sites, excuse me. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel have come to me. I have also seen the oppression which with the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, that was his charge. Therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Then 11 and 12 says, But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? 12, And he so he said, I will certainly be with you, and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. And so... I want to remind you guys of something. It's interesting how God had to get his attention, then he called his name. It it, it mentions within that passage that Moses seen a burning bush and that got his attention. And then when God began to see that he was turning toward the bush, that is when God called his name, Moses, Moses, Moses. Sometimes God has to get our attention first. First, we may be busy doing something. We may be busy, again, in our comfort zones. We may be busy doing, you know, just everyday life and and just kind of within our own selves. But then God will get our attention and call our name. Listen, we must be available when God calls us. We have to be reminded that our lives are not our own. We're reminded of this all throughout the Bible. Honestly, every story that I have read (laughs) was literally somebody standing in the steadfast for somebody else, somebody sacrificing their own will, their own life so that other people could have a better life. And this is, again, really a a type and shadow of what Jesus came to do. They all came to stand in the gap for somebody else and then Jesus came to redeem us so that we could be free. We have to know that, Our lives belong to God. And with that said, our assignments are greater than our will. I'm going to repeat that. Our assignments, you guys, are greater than our will. I'll admit, you know, I've had the will to do this, the will to do that. However... I've had to say, God, not my will, but your will. There were a lot of things that I've, you know, desired or wanted at a particular age or a particular point. However, I decided that, If God is leading me down this path, Lord, I'm going to trust you because I understand that if you're leading me this way, you're going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ever ask or think and that you have my best interest at heart. And so we have to know that our assignments are greater than our will. It requires for us to be flexible even while being uncomfortable for a moment, because when you are being stretched, understand that God will stretch you for advancement. What you're going through or what you will go through within the process process is strategic. The Bible clearly states that again, Moses was tending to what he was called to do at that moment. But then God spoke And then he was with his father-in-law where he stayed, but he had to be willing once again, if you know the story of Moses, he had to be willing once again to leave a place that he knew for a greater cause. It is harvest time, point blank. (laughs) You guys, this is harvest time, um, which requires your participation in your movement. God has empowered us to be able to make this shift, but we have to be ready for the next. It is not about making a name for ourselves or blowing ourselves up. If we're reminded, Moses went to a Pharaoh, the king. He went to a person of great influence, but he didn't go to make a name for himself. He understood his assignment. We have to know that in this new place, it will bring us to great people of influence. That's the truth. But again, do not uh, make yourself proud, you know, uh, take all pride within yourself, take God glory because it's a dangerous place. God will bring you in front of kings to literally shift a whole kingdom. you got to understand that there was a reason, a strategic positioning for Joseph to be placed where he was in order to shake and to shift a government, to shake and to shift something to cause God's people to have greater, literally the wealth of the wicked being laid up for the just. Joseph's story is a powerful indication or example of that. We have to understand that in this new um new place Again, that God is trusting us. He's saying, "I'm trusting you to go forward. I'm trusting you to fulfill this assignment. This is your season of advancement. Your assignment will be at the forefront of your mind." And as I mentioned before, when Moses seen that bush, it caught his attention. God is saying, "I'm going to catch your attention." We have to be willing during this time to end distractions that will cause us to not hear the voice of God, that will cause us to delay. What God is saying to us within this hour with what he's calling us to do. Again, it is a great great sacrifice, but guess what? Whenever God is causing you or calling you to sacrifice anything, you have to understand that the reward is going to be even greater. God will never have you leave somewhere to give you less than what you started with. God will say, go because I have more for you. We've been asking and praying for breakthrough for But are we willing to go the mile or the extra mile that God is calling for us to go in order to get it? Again, in Exodus 3:10, it says, come now, therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. As we move, as God calls us to, we will begin to see greater breakthroughs and generational bondage broken. We will walk and embrace and experience generational blessings. This is evident all throughout the Bible and especially with the story of Moses, how he literally Broke generational bonnets from the the children of Israel and began to bring them to the place where God wanted them to be in. When you speak to, to um, when we begin to speak to kings, people of great influence, when we sit again in those seats of high promotion, you guys, I'm saying this multiple times for a reason. It is to glorify God, it is to remain humble, it is literally to be a conduit, literally to allow God to use us. For His name's sake, it is to be a light to release what God is saying and doing in that moment. Your obedience to shift will allow you to um, will allow unity to eventually come into that place. Your obedience to shift will cause those who never knew God to know Him on a greater level. You think about Daniel. (laughs) You think about these giants within the Bible that stood for the things of God. They were placed. in in a foreign lands to literally show up and show out for God to literally have the biggest um, harvest the biggest revivals for God by allowing their spiritual gifts to be used by allowing their voices to be um, to be used so that the people that wouldn't necessarily hear God for them to hear God at that moment God is shifting you guys he is allowing us to shift with what he is doing God is making you he's preparing you for his name. but don't fret you do have what it takes to speak to kings because God is on the inside of you remember we are a royal priesthood as mark 13 and 11 says I'll go ahead and kind of finish up with this scripture it talks about the latter part of that verse. It talks about, but whatever is given to you in that hour, speak this. We can't be afraid when God calls us to go forth. The Bible says for you are not the one speaking, but the Holy Spirit. He is speaking through us. You guys, again, we're not going on our own behalf. The shift is greater um, greater than us. It's bigger than us. It is for the kingdom of God, for expansion, for harvest time, and trust and believe that this is your time and your hour for the great shift. I pray that this message bless you powerfully this day. I know that you are in the right place at the right time, and it is not by accident that you ended up listening to me today. Embrace the shift in what God wants to do. I want to use this time right now to invite those into the family of God, those who don't know God, to begin to, uh, you know, let this day be your day of celebration. So as Romans 10 and 9, it talks about if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart that God really, raise him from the dead we will be saved so repeat this after me God in heaven I thank you so much for loving me that you sent your only begotten son I ask you now to forgive me of my sins and make me new I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior God I'm ready to live for you I also ask for your Holy Spirit so that I can continually be led by your truth thank you father for saving in me, in Jesus' name, Amen. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Empower Me with Aerie's show today. I am extremely honored that you decided to join us. It means so much. You can stay connected to us at www.ericadhomes.com and support our products on the website as any donations. Go ahead, grab the copy of the Loud Secret Book and keep supporting HSBN. Empower Me with Aerie.